Welcome to Second Opinion, the reviews show here on the Nexus. I am your host, Ian R. Buck, and today I will talk about the Aftershocks Trex Titanium Bone Conduction Headphones. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO67. Alright, so before we get into the review of these particular headphones, uh, I would like to talk a little bit about what bone conduction technology is and why that is important for uh, talking about these headphones. So, I bike around a lot and uh, and I've been using uh, some earbuds, the Anchor Soundbud Slim. Um, I put in one earbud in my right ear and then I leave my left ear open so that I can hear traffic around me, right? Um, but a lot of people are not comfortable biking around uh, in traffic in, in that scenario, even with one earbud in and one ear out, right? Um, so bone conduction technology uh, attempts to solve that problem by having uh, a couple of little kind of pads that like rest just above where like your jawbone uh, meets your skull. So they kind of rest on your temple there. And, uh, and then the speakers in them vibrate the bones uh, right next to your ear um, so that your, your ear canal, your inner ear can like pick up on those vibrations and interpret it as sound. Um, And so the idea is that they allow you to listen to stuff without actually blocking out any of the sounds from your uh, environment, right? So they've been marketed a lot at like cyclists uh, so that you can listen to music or podcasts or whatever while you're riding without having to worry about like, oh, am I not going to be able to hear a car coming up behind me? So uh, with all that said, let's get into our review of the Aftershocks Trex Titaniums. All right, so price. The Trex Titanium headphones cost $100, which uh, when you when you take a look at all Bluetooth headphones across the board is uh, kind of a you know middle-of-the-road price. Um, it's not as low as the $30 pairs of earbuds that I'm used to using, um, but they sh- certainly aren't like the hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, that you can find some completely like wireless uh, earbuds available for. So if they cost so much, are they durable? Are they going to last you a long time? Are you in danger of accidentally losing them or anything like that? Um, they are very certainly very durable. Um, they are not going to break. They don't have like a cord that can get all tangled up and kind of pinched and and severed or whatever. Um, they are a stiff plastic all the way around this this loop that goes uh, behind your head when you're when you're wearing them. They're also entirely made of at least the the outside coating right is made of this kind of slightly rubberized like plastic feeling uh material um that definitely feels like waterproof so i'm not uh, afraid of like sweating too much while using these and shorting them out or anything like that um I, I don't know if they have been rated for, you know, like an IP certification, so I'm not sure if they uh, are are supposedly going to survive rain or anything like that, um, but I do have a lot of confidence uh, in these things. However, 
the problem that comes from them having this nice stiff like loop is what the heck am I supposed to do with them when I'm not using them? They are rather large, you know, they're they're not convenient. Like I, I definitely can't put them in my pocket. They're not convenient to put in a bag when I'm not using them. So I actually I, I really have no idea what I'm supposed to do with them. Um the pair that I've been borrowing, I've just kind of like been stashing them in my helmet that I I hang from my handlebars while I'm not riding. Um, and that's only viable because, like, when I ride to work, then I park my bike in a little a little nook in my classroom. And, uh, and so I'm able to just leave the headphones there with my bike. Um, but in most cases, when you're out and about and you lock your bike somewhere, like, you're not able to do that. You have to take the headphones with you. So I guess you either have to, like, just leave them slung around your neck or find some way to like consistently put them in your bag somewhere so that you won't lose them all right how do these things fit um i am very very satisfied with the way that they fit on my head it is almost impossible to put these on wrong like once you once you have kind of been trained once you've wrapped your head around like how they're supposed to go on um you know you 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 don't need to be super duper precise about like oh do i have them exactly in the right place on the the bones of my head um they they the way that they grip your head they kind of nestle themselves right there uh onto onto the correct spot when I'm wearing them, uh, they do put a little bit of pressure on the backs of my ears because you have, uh, so so you have like these pads that uh, that kind of grip the sides of your head a little bit um, on your temples, just above your jawbones, um, and then it has like a plastic loop that goes back around the tops of your ears uh, and then and then towards the back of your head where where they connect together. Um, so yeah, there there is a little bit of weight, a little bit of pressure that it puts on the backs of my ears, um, but it it has remained comfortable for me uh, for long listening periods. The most awkward thing about these is that when I'm wearing them for the purposes of riding on a bike, uh, I do have to put these on the outside of my helmet straps. Right, I can't like have the headphones on and then put the helmet on. I have to do it in the other order. So that does make it a little bit awkward, like at the beginning and at the end of rides, um, because I can't just seamlessly transition from uh, from being off of my bike to being on my bike, right? It adds this extra step of, oh, okay, I have to pause whatever I'm listening to, take off the headphones, put on my helmet, put the headphones back on, etc. Now, one big question that I had at the beginning was, okay, this, like, bone conduction technology seems kind of crazy, right? Like, how well is it actually going to recreate sounds that I want to hear? So, what is the sound quality like on these things? Well, uh, I'm happy to report that it definitely exceeds my minimum threshold for sound quality. Uh, I have not noticed any issues um, you know, the, it's 
they haven't like wowed me with the sound quality um but you know i can listen for long periods of time without uh without having to worry about you know noticing weird uh audio artifacts or about like missing different frequencies or or whatever it it recreates uh all the sounds that i that i want to listen to quite effectively it is a very very cool experience to have this this music this sound that seems to be just like coming from kind of everywhere in your environment um that is a very very cool aspect of the experience of using bone conduction headphones one really weird thing about listening to music uh with these headphones is that the the sound does change drastically if you like open up your mouth wide or like do do different movements with your jaw right um and so essentially like what you what you can do is you can change the eq of the uh music that you're listening to by like opening your mouth so that's a really very strange aspect of the experience of using these headphones um it it hasn't been like a huge huge issue for me because most of the time when i'm i'm listening to them right I have my my mouth, my jaw in a pretty consistent like position. Um but if if that's something that you think uh will be an issue for you, um definitely keep that in mind. Another issue that I have had is that uh if I am wearing a headband, which, you know, I sometimes am when when riding my bike because it's uh it gets kind of cold out sometimes and um, and then I, I have to put on a headband to keep my ears warm, right? Uh, th- these get really, really muffled when uh, when wearing a headband underneath them. Even like a really, really thin headband. Um, yeah, that affects the sound quality drastically. And finally, for sound quality, let's address the fact that there is no isolation from the outside. Um, this, of course, is the main selling point of bone conduction headphones. Um so let's unpack that a little bit. Um, I definitely did have trouble hearing podcasts while biking in traffic. Um, podcasts are what I usually listen to when I'm riding around um, because I have many, many podcasts and uh, and like biking is the perfect time to be listening to podcasts. So I did have a couple of shows that normally I can listen to at like, 1.7x speed um, that I had to slow down a little bit in order to um, in order to understand them effectively while while biking. Um, but when when the traffic gets loud enough, there's like no amount of slowing down that I can do because the sound simply gets drowned out. Right. Over the last weekend, uh, I was on the MS150 bike ride, um, which was, by the way, a fantastic experience. Um, and I tested these out a little bit more with uh, listening to music while riding um, because uh, I was riding with other people. So, um, you know, I, I didn't want to be listening to podcasts in case somebody starts talking to me. And then, you know, it's like, oh, I got to, you know, pause this podcast because I can't pay attention to, you know, two voices at once. Um, but for a large portion of the ride, you know, if nobody else around me was playing music, uh, I could just uh, play play some music through the headphones just for myself. 
12. Um, and, uh, and they didn't uh, get in the way of me hearing anything around me or anybody talking to me. Um, and, uh, and I'm happy to report that if, if music is all that you're trying to listen to while biking, uh, these work very, very well for that. Um, the, the music uh, doesn't get drowned out by traffic. Um, for one thing, music tends to be louder than podcasts. Um, but also, it doesn't matter as much if, like, you know, a, a, f- a few seconds of it gets drowned out a little bit by, like, a loud truck going by. Um, you know, because it's, it's, it's just a song, right? Now, I definitely do have to admit that uh, I was more aware of traffic coming up behind me while using these headphones uh, than I have been in the past while using earbuds, even when I have like one earbud in and one earbud out. Um, which, you know, I mean, that that is the point, um, but it also like made me more fearful while uh, riding. Um, like... I guess I, I could probably get used to it over time, um, but the the fact that I wasn't as used to hearing traffic as loudly as I ha- as I have been while using these headphones uh, means that like a lot of times when there was a car coming up behind me, uh, one or two lanes over, um, to me it sounded like they were right right next to me because I wasn't used to hearing them uh, quite so loudly. Battery life, um, great. No complaints there. Um, I had several. I got several days worth of charge out of these things pretty consistently. Um, unfortunately, it does charge via micro USB. I'm hoping that uh, that somebody's making bone conduction headphones that charge over USB C, um, but that is my personal preference. For connectivity, these headphones seem to have very good Bluetooth software uh, built into them. They connect to my phone almost immediately when I uh, start them up. There's there's like no delay um, between uh, between turning them on and when they are ready to start playing. As for range, I'm getting a pretty pretty similar range to other headphones that I've been using, so about 10 meters. And finally, I have a few miscellaneous thoughts for you on these headphones. First one is, uh, I've said this before about about other headphones, uh, but please, companies, stop making Bluetooth headphones and speakers that talk, okay? I don't need to hear them saying that they are turned on, that they are connected, right? Uh, Please, just use some, some nice little tones to get those ideas across. It's much less tacky. Um, The Trex Titaniums use a a strange mixture. Sometimes they use tones, and it's really quite pleasant. Other times they use, like, spoken prompts. Um, Of course, they use, like, a female voice, right, that's... uh, um, I don't know, vaguely sensual, uh, and I cracked up the first time that I heard it say, charge me, because I was like, what, like, what kind of, what, what, what are they going for here? Like, why did they use this voice, um, for this particular thing? I don't know. It's, please stop using voices. Also, the uh, the name of the company that makes this and the model name are ridiculous, okay? So, if you are listening to this and you haven't read the title yet, um, just think about, okay, Aftershocks, Trex, Titanium, right? You hear that, 
and you think, okay, if this were a like normal setting where we're just writing English words, aftershocks would be uh, it would end in like the letters O C K S, right? Um, treks might be E C K S. Okay, but we know that this isn't just like writing out English words. We know that these are like brand names, right? So they're going to try to catch your attention by having a, a zany spelling. Okay, maybe they put an X at the end, right? Instead of like the CKS. No, that's not what this company did. This company uh, spells Aftershocks O-K-Z, and then Trex is spelled E-K-Z at the ends of the words ridiculous oh my gosh what are they what are they doing so tacky last thought and this one's actually a very very positive one oh man there are some good buttons on this headphone uh there are three buttons in total two of them are the volume up and volume down which um exist over on the uh the right side of the headphones um and they're they're part of what appears to be like the the battery pack uh module um that kind of um, rests behind your ear a little bit. The third button is the play-pause button, um, and that is part of the, uh, the, the actual speaker on the left side. Um, and so what that means is that uh, it's a very, very satisfying motion of just like tapping the side of your head, tapping your left temple in order to play pause whatever your phone is doing. Um, that's a great, great experience. Um, and then uh, the volume up and volume down buttons, you know, nice and responsive. Um, also, the volume up button is the uh, is also the power button. Um, so the volume up one has a little bump on it so that you can feel which button it is um, that you are about to press. All right, so what did we learn today? Um, the Aftershocks Trex Titaniums, um, very good bone conduction headphones. Um, seems like a, a reasonable price. Uh, I would prefer cheaper, um, but uh, I am I am much more price sensitive than uh, than a lot of consumers. Um, I don't think that these are quite for me because I listen mainly to podcasts when I'm writing, and that is not really a viable. Um, usage case when uh, when riding around in traffic so I'm going to stick with my regular earbuds um, but if if you uh, are only listening to music while you ride um, then bone conduction headphones definitely should be something that you are considering thanks for listening to this episode of second opinion a reviews show from the Nexus TV I have been your host, Ian R. Buck. You can find me on Twitter as Ian R. Buck. This episode of Second Opinion is released under a Creative Commons attribution license, so feel free to do anything that you want with any part of this episode, as long as you link back to the original source, which is uh, thenexus.tv slash SO67. If you would like to discuss this episode with other listeners, maybe you have strong opinions about bone conduction headphones, uh, please go to our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash the Nexus TV. 
And if you are willing and able to help us financially as we continue to make technology-focused podcasts here at the Nexus, uh, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash TV, And maybe even you can get some cool rewards along the way. Until next time, have a good one. The Nexus. The Nexus. The Nexus TV. Podcasts from, from the, the technological, technological convergence. convergence. You are about to become obsolete. You think you are special, unique, and that whatever it is that you are doing is impossible to replace. You are wrong. As we speak, millions of algorithms are frantically running on servers all over the world, with one sole purpose do whatever humans can do, but better. But all is not lost. Look for the audiobook, Robots Will Steal Your Job, But That's Okay, at thenexus.tv, or by searching in your favorite podcast player.